player. And welcome to Versus Player, the podcast about games, life, and everything in between. I'm Jono. I'm Joe. I'm Jace. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. So, hey. it's almost Christmas. It is or almost whatever Christmas. the festive holiday um, celebrations you celebrate. Festivus. Festivus for the rest of us, exactly. <laughs> was that, what was that? Was that a Seinfeld? Seinfeld? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But, you know. And it's, and it's almost Jace exciting news family day. How far are we away, Jace? How far are we away? Rubbish, it's already come out. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Um, Oh, you're talking about Cyberpunk, right. I I was talking about... No, Family Day is uh, meant to be... Family Day, that's weird. Um, (laughs) Baby baby Day is meant to be the 29th, but we'll see what happens. My my OB keeps saying every time we see her, it's almost as if she forgets that we were there like the previous week, but she says, hopefully not on Christmas, ha, ha, ha. And like Jen's just, Jen keeps saying like, you know, um, she probably just means for us because, you know, you wouldn't want the baby to arrive on Christmas because, you know, interrupts plans. I'm like, well, what plans do we have? Like, we're just, you know what I mean? We're just waiting now. Like each day is just, it doesn't matter whether or not you've got Christmas on or birthdays or whatever. You're just kind of waiting for, for that moment because at any moment it could interrupt those plans, right? But I said, there's the OB 100% has plans on the day and she just <laughs> yeah. quietly somehow with her special like ov psychic powers like speaking through like the womb or something and saying don't come out yeah those those <laughs> anyway. powers don't work and as a <laughs> as a december baby like you know all my presents come at the end of the year which yep. you know it, it is good and bad but to have all your presents on the one day that would suck so he's hoping there's you know a little bit of buffer either way maybe you know even early january how how does it work for you though? Like, as in, do you feel like you're missing out on presents, or do you feel like there's enough of a gap that you're okay? There's just enough of a gap that it's just okay. Just enough, but, right? You're on you're on the cusp. Yeah, but you know, I these days I buy myself presents all year round, so it's all good. Yeah, like it's the true. box, it's, I'm I'm staring at it across my room right now that's uh, filled with uh, Halo and Marvel Legends goodness. Can, but, can I say yes. if my if my birthday was on Christmas, I'd just want the whole double present thing, not like two presents but just like a combination. So better presents than I would have gotten on either of the days separately. That, that's how I'd play it. Like you would get an Xbox Series X rather than an S. Absolutely. Like, no. That yeah. is the perfect analogy. Thank you. No, you get both. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Yeah. yeah. I like this scenario. <laughs> I was just imagining it for myself. So, you know, for the, the only person here that doesn't have an Xbox Series S or X, unlike some people that have two. Um, so, you know what? Let's talk about what we're going to talk about this week. And I, I think there's been some big things that have happened in this past uh, couple of weeks. So, let's uh, let's have a little bit of a chat about Cyberpunk. And then we, if we get the chance, we might even talk a little bit about The Mandalorian. Um, <laughs> Something to actually get excited about. Such a great segue, Jace. So, I know both of you played Cyberpunk. I, like many things these days, went with the I'll wait and see and maybe jump on the bandwagon later. but Worked we'll see out real well out. for you this year, I have to say, Jono. Oh, wait and see has been fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, part, Joe, let Joe and Jace deal with it, and I'll, yeah. uh, I'll just pick up the good stuff at the end. Exactly, exactly. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I, I try. Unfortunately, in action figures, that doesn't work, so um, you have to jump on it or you miss out on it. In fact, I, before we go into it, I'm going to complain about good old Kmart, and they've had an exclusive on the Netflix series of Transformers for this year. Okay. So they're the only ones that were getting them. And of course, my local Kmart got one whole box of those figures that I was after. So chances of getting a Bumblebee for myself, Buckley's. Especially this Christmas. Is a, oh, well, it, yeah. I got to the, 
the store and clearly a box had been there. There were like three figures left. I got one of the, the two that I wanted, but Bumblebee was nowhere to be seen. And he now demands uh, two to three times his price on eBay from local sellers, which means people have gone and bought them and then gone, hey, I'll sell this for double on eBay. Oh, Christmas cheer right there, honestly. Uh, it's beautiful. But uh-huh. along with Christmas cheer, cyberpunk. I've been reading, and I want to hear your opinions in a second, but I've been reading about the whole refund drama that's going on and how happy most Australians are that our refund laws are fantastic and you know most of our retailers just have to go, yeah, you've got a broken game, you can return your mo- return and get your money back. But how do you guys feel playing it? Because I know, Jace, you played both console and PC, and Joe, you're just PC? Yes, just PC. So who wants to go first? I I, I have to. Um, sorry, Joe, <laughs> because I, I have a feeling, you know what, we should end on a good note, and I feel like you might have some positive things to say. Um, here's, here's my issue. Everyone knows what the drama is around Cyberpunk and the fact that they didn't deliver on what they promised. And I think, was it Miyazaki or one of the, who's Shiggy? It could have been somebody. Somebody said that a delayed game is... What was it? What was the what was the quote? We did it once before. It was like something yeah, about a delayed game. Once before, a, a delayed game is uh, a, a release game is always bad or something, and a delayed game can be a rush delayed. game, a rush, rush game, whatever. whatever. We should probably is. work on was, figuring out what that it, quote is. But you get the point. And, but that quote is particular for the Nintendo era of games that didn't have updates as well. So like, yep. nowadays, <laughs> look at No Man's Sky. Like yeah, it's a very different game. But anyway, we, the sentiment, Jace, go go. With I, uh, yeah, look, I. People are ragging on it a lot, and a lot of work and a lot of love went into this game. They've been working on it for eight years. Um, and for me especially, um, and especially with Baby Day being on its way, I actually bought an Xbox Series X and an S um, so that I could have this amazing cyberpunk week. Um, where well, I was going to. If you don't need them, give it to me. <laughs> ah, no, no, no. They're still they're good for a different reason now. I'm very happy I have both. Not, not Sorry. Um, but, Do continue. But yeah, like I... I, that's what I was expecting. I had this, this idea it was like this last hurrah before I become a father and apparently can't play video games anymore. Although if Joe's anything to go by with his gamer score, I, I think I'll, I think I'll be all right. Yeah. You'll be, you'll be all right. You just make it, make it work. I'll make it work. Yeah. I'll just turn her into a gamer, but, um, but yeah, so I, I had this, I was really, really excited for this thing. And so much so that my, my wife, Jen was also excited. She loves the cyberpunk genre. She can't play first person shooters because they give her motion sickness and she still got into it and played it. And you know what? Like the aesthetic of it, everything about it is amazing. And if you're on any video game news sites, if you're not on any video game news sites, everyone's heard about Cyberpunk. It's gotten to the point where there's discussions about a class action lawsuit because they simply can't deliver. Yeah, uh, I, I, deliver, I should say. I have opinions about that, but go on. <laughs> I, I think I, I think what what ended up happening was that the investors did force CD Projekt Red to release the game before it was ready, but it all they also worked on it for eight years, and I, yeah. while I fully appreciate that they're of you know Witcher pedigree, which is you know third person games, and that's that's what sort of they they focus on these third person adventure games. They came from sort of like a, a Baldur's Gate like background, at least in terms of translation, um, to go to build their own entire engine to play a first person Deus Ex type game um, mm. is is a huge feat. They've got to build their own engine to do it. And, you know, if you were to draw comparisons between CD Projekt Red and Rockstar, Rockstar have been working on Euphoria since, I guess, probably GTA 4. Um, yeah. I know that there was briefly an Indiana game, the Indiana Jones game in the works that was going to run on Euphoria as well. Mm, so I forgot about awesome. that. They were working on the whip and everything like that. And, you yes. Know, you, can, you can see that a little bit with the lasso in, in Red Dead. But look, people, what they expected was this fully immersive game where you could 
you know, sleep in your apartment and decorate the place and go downstairs and have a bowl of noodles and, you know, have chats with people and all these chats were going to be unique. Like, I mean, it was, it was incredibly ambitious and um, I didn't personally believe they'll be able to pull off everything that they were going to promise. But the problem is that games like Red Dead Redemption 2, regardless of how you feel about it, did pull that off and they were able to pull it off within that period of time. And so people were holding, I feel like they were holding that caliber of game and again, whether or not you enjoyed Red Dead Redemption is irrelevant. It's it, it's a masterpiece in terms of what they were able to put together. Yeah, people were expecting that caliber of game when they were seeing ten out of ten and all that sort of stuff. Mm. And it's it's it was a massive red flag when um when people were only able to play PC copies. That's usually a red flag. But CD Projekt Red are built on the goodwill of people, and mm. it just goes to show. Joe was running through it earlier, but they've got a little thank you card. My my box of The Witcher has signatures all over it from all the people who made it. Thank you for supporting us. They've managed to convince people to give them 100% of the profits on their own platform, good old games, instead of buying it on on Steam. And because they're you know because goodwill is so important to them, they've they've essentially failed everybody more so than companies like EA and Bioware and stuff like that have in recent years because they're always seen as a corporation. Where I feel mm-hmm. as though CD Projekt Red was seen as are people they're you know they're almost like an indie darling or uh they just didn't have that big corporate thing hanging over them this this micro transaction culture type bizzo which we're absolutely going to start seeing um so now they've got to they've got to deliver on that promise and you know what i i very much hope that they're able to do so i don't want to continue playing the game because i want to wait for it to be what they said it was going to be or at least close enough to it and i can wait for that now i didn't think i could but i, I can definitely wait for it um, and and I did play Red Dead Redemption 2 again recently that scratched that itch that I was after that that it, um, that I was expecting Cyberpunk to give. But um, I'm, I'm going to wait it out. I think that this is pretty harsh. The whole um, the whole class action suit. Um, Agreed. There are there are worse games out there. It's mm. got the aesthetic. It's got the look. It just isn't this big open world RPG. It wasn't. It isn't. Um, it it was marketed poorly. Um, but uh, I mean, like. You know, the game still deserves a high rating. From what I've played, it's very, very good. I mean, man, Fallout 4 had the most bugs I've ever seen in any video game ever, and people love that. So cut cut them some slack in that regard. Um, I just, I got, I got sucked into the hype and eight years of hype, and then, and then it just, it's just so disappointing for me. But I think that, I think that people are being too harsh, too critical. If you're not ready, if you don't think the game is ready and they're promising that it will be, give them a chance because very few yeah. companies would. Just wait it out. Play it in two years or three years when the definitive edition eventually comes out with all the patches and you know Keanu Reeves looks awesome in 4K and go from there. Um, but that's what I want to say about that. What was missing from the RPG elements? Like, Because this is the thing. The most I've heard about it is how broken the game is, especially on console. Um but in terms of the RPG elements that were missing, what, what did you... Because I know you only played, what, about an hour's worth? Uh, that's that's I, I did say it was an hour. It was definitely longer than that because I've played through... It had to be longer because I've played through all three beginnings. There's a there's, there's three intros to the game. Um, yep. And I've watched Jen play through it. So even though I haven't been playing directly, I've watched her play through it. So you saw um, the Cyberpunk logo come up that abs- what happens what, an hour and a half into the game or something? Uh, I don't think it's an hour and a half. It's... I don't know. I, or no, I've never seen the Cyberpunk logo. No, it's um, like, I, I hear it's like 10 hours or something. Into the yeah, game something ridiculous, isn't it? I've, I've yeah. never seen that. For me, all I'll say is this. Um, uh, to, to draw again comparisons to Red Dead, in Red Dead, 
you're the sort of person who's, you know, you're going through each individual drawer and picking up things and looking at them and feeling them and touching them. And, you know, you get on a wagon and the wagon moves at a wagon speed. It's not moving at yeah. video game speed. And people are having these long drawn out conversations and, you know, you can pick individual flowers. And when you're, when you're gutting a, a deer that you've hunted, you're cutting each individual. It takes like 30 seconds to cut through. Video games are rushed. And um, there's this sort of pseudo cowboy fantasy thing going on with, with Red Dead and people wanted that in cyberpunk. They didn't want to just go out and shoot bad guys in the head because they've been doing that before. They wanted to go through a game where they didn't have to kill anybody, a completely passive run. They wanted to cross the street and have people and have conversations with people because again, mm. Witcher 3 was able to pull that off. You run up to some yeah. rando and it starts this crazy long mission that isn't about anything really. It's just experiencing, it's like slice of life type stuff. Yeah. And and that's what people wanted to feel. But instead, what they got was a relatively linear um, action RPG uh, where okay. the skills don't matter so much. And if you've played any first-person shooter that takes place in any science fiction-based setting, um, you know that when you crouch, that you're going to hide and that people suddenly can't see you anymore and there's going <laughs> to be a meter that's going to fill up. People, I don't think people, and I certainly didn't want to see the video game. In Red Dead, the HUD turns off and I do not see the video game. I don't see the, the, the bones of it. I just feel as though I'm being immersed in this amazing experience and cyberpunk is a video game. Okay. That's the best way I can explain it. That's good. So what are you laughing at Joe. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I, Let's I see the flip so, side. I have so much to say, Jace, um, like, against what you said, like, like really against, you, you said for one that um, CD Projekt Red had disappointed everybody. Like, let me preface this by saying I'm playing this on PC and I'm playing it on a very good PC. They have not disappointed me. They've made a game perfect like that is that is for me it is i love red dead you, you've heard on the podcast red dead was my game of whatever year it was and since it's come out i haven't played anything as amazing as that in terms of just the scope and the story and like i love last of us 2 was phenomenal um in, in kind of the, the graphics where that went but cyberpunk on my pc like if i was living in a bubble and i didn't know about all these problems going on with it i would just be going Everybody must be loving this game. This game is next level in terms of like the amount of detail in it. So Last of Us Part 2, I think graphically was, I can't believe it was on a PlayStation 4, right? It was beautiful. And the amount of detail in the very linear stages of the world, you know, was was incredible. And you spoke, Jace, about going into drawers and things in Red Dead. You were doing that in in Last of Us 2. I'm, I'm saying Last of Us 2 because it's the most recent kind of example yeah. of, you know, a, a game with such detail. In Cyberpunk, it, it's the, the Fallout comparison is is perfect, I think. It, it's kind of, the, the, you know, you can pick up things, but I'm not feeling that itch of, I hate this because I'm picking up um, forks and things that I'm never going to need. I'm always picking up things that are either for health or for gear or um, for clothing. Yeah, and I, I don't know why there's such a big focus on clothing because it's all first person. I, I think that's a bit of a shame. That's one thing I'm, you know, I'm a bit disappointed about. But man, this game is the detail in this world. Like I'm driving my car, I'm, I'm looking around this cyberpunk, you know, futuristic world, and it's incredibly linear. It reminds me a lot of Mass Effect. So you know when okay. you were in Mass Effect and you were in the um, the Citadel, is that what it was called? Yep. yep. And you had to go from one mission to the other, and they were kind of like it was it was like a busy world, but you couldn't really interact with it. But it felt like you know at that time, particularly when we played Mass Effect for the first time, it felt kind of revolutionary in that 
Oh, this is this is a world with people going about their business. And that's oh, you I mean, you like mean like um, I'm Commander Shepard, and I recommend this store. <laughs> yeah, it's be- oh, like, it's the best store in the Citadel, wherever it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, like in real life, I can go up to anybody and talk to them. But I don't do that in real life. And in this video game, I can go up to people and press X or whatever. I'm, I stop using keyboard and mouse because I, I'm just like, this is a controller game for me. And I, I, I went over to that. Um, but I don't really feel the need that it's important to this character's world. Like, I don't, you know, like you said about um, everyone wanted um, The Witcher. I certainly did not want The Witcher. But again, I'm not everybody. I'm Joe. And <laughs> that's kind of my opinion about things. I, I, I don't necessarily, like, like I made the time for Red Dead. And if this was like The Witcher in, there was like quests everywhere and all these distractions, I, I probably, you know, would just mainline it. But I'm feeling like I am playing a very tailored, you know, experience. It's very linear. I feel like... I don't even know if anything I've done, I could have had an option to do it differently. Like quite literally it is felt like in my conversations, I'm not sure if anything I could have said would have changed what the next thing was going to happen. Like I'm, I haven't figured that out yet. Um, but I'm, I'm just in, in awe. This game is beautiful. The, 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 the character models, when you're talking to people like in fallout, you know, that kind of, they turn their head as you get into a conversation with them. And um, like you kind of locked in and it's so robotic in this. Yep. It's so natural. Like I was talking to this character, she was standing up. There was like someone dancing, like a hologram of somebody dancing. Um, and like that was distracting me. And I'm looking at the here <laughs> and there. And, you know, then you go out and people are, like there's people doing everything and they're having little conversations too, kind of like Red Dead. But in Red Dead, often those conversations led to things. This was, if I wanted to just stay and listen, I could. Um, the way it, seamlessly transitions between things like there is like there's the initial loading screen which is cool as i can more than anything this game just oozes coolness it is so stylish it's so so cool like the people who made this have spent so much time on just making sure it you know looks cyberpunky and cool like i just cool 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 that's all i can say about it um in that regard but um man i'm i'm loving it i'm playing as a nomad which um, I just recently watched with Ali, with my wife, um, Brave New World, which had um, that Han Solo actor from the new Han Solo movie, not Harrison Ford, the other dude. Yep, um, um, Aldrin, Aldrin, whatever his name is. Whatever his name is, Han yeah. Solo. Um, and in that, he kind of is this outsider going into this kind of different world. And that's why I chose that nomad, which is like this desert living person who's going into the big city. I kind of felt like that made sense for me as well, because... I haven't been paying much attention to this game. Um, I've watched trailers and I was very impressed. Um, But look, there are bugs, sure. Like I've had things floating in the air and I don't know what on earth, how this character sleeps in bed. Have you encountered this, Jace? It's the funniest thing in the world. So they get into bed and they put their arms sideways near the pillow. So if you think about it, they're lying with their body off the bed. There's plenty, make... of, there's plenty of memes online about how the main character sleeps in the game. Oh, I, I have um, to look this up now. I have not looked this up, but... Oh, was... man, no, it's the first thing that... It's one of the first things I saw, and there's just countless memes about it, of people laying on beds the same way. It's it's ridiculous. It is so dumb. It's very, very meme-worthy, this game, yeah. But what this game does really well to cover some of the bugs, I guess, I don't know if it does cover it, but because it's cyberpunk, 
there's often, you know, and you've got like the optics in your eyes and things, there's often like static on the screen. And if I'm having a conversation with somebody and I want to kind of skip through it, it doesn't just, you don't just press B and you just go to the next line. It kind of fast forwards through everything. So they yep. kind of move forward. And I'm, I'm so impressed with this game. The, this is amazing. The aesthetic of it is beautiful. And at no point in my rant was I stating that the game wasn't pretty. It's yeah, a good no, no. Looking game. And a lot of people are getting hung up on the fact that its performance isn't great on previous gen consoles, which I don't think oh, it should have been released on previous no, gen. It should have been PC and next gen only. I know yeah. they originally promised that, but they just should have said, look, this game is so looks so amazing that we have to release it on next gen consoles and PC. That's what they should have said. The problem is on next gen consoles, it doesn't run at 4K 60 frames a second. Um, it, it barely it barely cracks 1080p. And most people can't tell and it doesn't matter, but I'm not arguing that. That can be no, fixed. No, no, no. What can't yeah. be fixed is eight years of promises and you're lucky. You're one of the people who didn't get sucked into the hype and didn't didn't yeah. sort of, you know what I mean? But, but I, I did. also, I also like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a CD Projekt yeah. Red fanboy. I'm like, I'm their target audience and they disappointed exactly. me and I want to defend them, but I can't. Yeah. I can't and, defend them. And this is not the sort of game, this is not like The Witcher. Like this, if, if, if I didn't know anything about video games and I played The Witcher and then I played this and I didn't know CD Projekt Red, I wouldn't think that it was made by the same people at all. It's yep. it's it's way this is this is kind of like um, again another recent game, but the Final Fantasy VII remake, which is a very linear game, like super linear. Um, like and I have not I'm not gotten super far into this game, uh, into Cyberpunk, but I'm I'm absolutely loving it. And for me. I, I can't believe that this is like you would be getting the same experience on a console. Like the the ray tracing, I'm a believer now. Like my car, I got to my car for the first time, and I have a look at it, and it, like the car is kind of curved, and I'm just walking around it, looking at the reflections of the sky and the ground and the person yep. standing next to me. It is it is incredible, and I have wanted since I got my PC, like and for years, I've wanted a Half Life Two experience in terms of something that just wows me. Like, like again, Last of Us 2, in so many odd ways in the graphics, it did. Uncharted before that did. Um, on console, but on PC, like, I don't think anything's going to look as good as this on the Xbox, or it would look any, as good as this on Xbox Series X or PlayStation for a long time. Well, I am very much hoping for a No Man's Sky moment for them, and I think that they'll have it. I think that they've yep. got the resources to have it. I think they've got the backing to have it. And if people go in and do a class action lawsuit and if people like Sony are going, we're taking it off our store because we can't deal with the amount of refunds, um, you know, if they're doing that sort of stuff, it's just going to harm harm the game. I think a lot can be learnt from this sort of experience. I think a lot can be learnt from this level of hype, yeah. um, especially in a situation where a lot of people were upset that when they asked for the game to be refunded, they lost access to it. They were like, you, you <laughs> promised us this game. I don't want to pay for it, but I still want to play it. It's just what? like, come on, man, chill. Yeah, like, you, you can't, can't have both. It doesn't. You can't. Yeah, you can't have your cake and it too. But yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I, I'm glad you're having that that experience, and I think I'd be having that too. Um, but coming from a guy who, again, eight years of promises, I bought a console for the game. Um, I own it on a PC and I own it on an Xbox. Um, uh, I, I had my expectations were definitely way too high, but yeah. they didn't even come close to meeting them. Um, so much so that it made me go into Red Dead and realize what a video game can be with that level of hype and promise. Um, yeah. And it's not, I know a lot of people are saying, you know, 
I know, I know what people are saying about CD Projekt Red. I don't think that they deserve it necessarily. I think that they need to be given a chance because they've come come out with amazing games before. Um, everyone, you know, and and yeah. Anyway, I'm not. I could keep going for ages. You know what though? It, it is. It is a tale of two things here, though, isn't it? As well, like this is for me. I've I've heard that this the main campaign is like 20 hours. Is that about correct? That's what you've heard. I think like, so. Yeah. I'm like perfect. Like I, I think that's great, and I think that I'm. It's something that I'll finish in the, hopefully in the next few weeks because um, I'm still playing other things on on console. Um, it, it's a, it deserves an R rating. Like I don't think just because of um, we haven't really spoken about this, but like the combat is cool. Um, that there's lots of swearing and you know things like that. But the actual cyberpunk, um, what do what do you call them? Augmentations to the characters. Yeah. It's, very, it's very Ghost in the Shell, which I've spoken about plenty of times. I, one of my favorite series ever um it, it, the augmentations the, the very early on in the game you come to you've probably done this part jace where you go to these um guys who are just heavily augmented and there's Rip one off, guy yeah. who's got like he's basically his whole front of his face is just gone and mm. he's got like lights like 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 yep. lenses sticking out of it it is so grotesque like <laughs> graphic like i said the graphics are so cool looking like so real look like not doesn't look like a real life thing it looks like a real good graphics in a video game um but it is very grotesque and like my kids are like no way you can even look at this part of the game but i've shown them driving around the city like it just it just looks so good i've got to i've got to see this it's it's so cool i I just think the graphics don't make up for a shallow experience And I would have taken something that looked way worse, that looks like people are making it look. I don't know if you've seen on YouTube, but people are like showing these potato graphics and you know, <laughs> really looking all pick up pixel. I would have played that with a game that delivered on what on what they what they promised. And they just they they outright said that there was going to be stuff in this that wasn't in it. Even things like and it, bugs aside, like this has the worst implementation of a wanted system in a video game I've ever played. It is oh, wow. nuts how bad it is. You commit a crime and a, and a police officer spawns in front of you. Like that's work on that rather than you know Keanu yeah. Reeves hair. Anyway, I, like we could go on about this for ages. Um, I, I'm I think it's good to have two sides of it, and I think that Great. for somebody who didn't get sucked into the hype, um, it's an awesome game. But yeah, eight and years that's there. the thing. Like my my brother is getting it for Christmas on PlayStation, and I said, oh, they've taken it off the store. Like I I wouldn't, even though yeah. I'm absolutely loving it. Um, yeah. but but yeah, I I totally agree with you on the whole. You know, if they promise these things, if that's what they're saying this game is going to be, it's yep. very different. Like, how many times have we been excited for a movie? Like, the new Monster Hunter movie, I thought it looked really cool, and it's just that the reviews are just shocking. Like, it just sounds like, it looks like it's, okay, it's not like even a, it's bad, it's good. It just yep. sounds like it's a bad movie. That's very different to promising something that, you you know, it's like I, I'm going to buy a Nerf gun, but it doesn't shoot Nerf bullets. It just looks like a Nerf gun or something. Like... You know, this is you're right. Hey, like, are you knocking my latest nerf gun? Does your nerf gun not shoot? No, it does. It's fantastic. John, <laughs> I, I mentioned I mentioned earlier at the start of this about the class action suit, and you said that you had some things you wanted to say about that. What um, What do you What do you think about this whole sort of cyberpunk thing? It's. It, I'm glad you asked because I, I was about to jump in and and say I. It's really interesting having heard both your sides. I'm really torn now as to how much I want to play it. Because Joe's making me feel like actually this is something I would really enjoy. On on PC. Flip- <laughs> well, and 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 that's the other big thing. Like, I, I, there's no way I'd play on my Xbox One. No. I'd consider it on an 
an Xbox Series X because I've heard people have like okay experiences and only see a little a few bugs while other people are having game crashing bugs. Um, bugs have never bothered me because they get them fixed as long as they don't stop the gameplay. I'm all right. But um, yeah, no, I'd, the class action I think is is you know what first of all problems sucking up people. Yeah. There are like come on if if that that was your whole reason for for living this year and uh, that was it Oof. and I get it. This is a hard year. Yep. Um, then you need to reevaluate some things in your own life before putting a class action against Absolutely. a company that have put the heart and soul into it. And like like you said, Jace, I think the whole the whole point that their investors pushed for this game to be released yeah. probably earlier than it needed to be. And, you know, they work hard on these games. And I, I'm totally of the opinion that they'll get to the point where it will be like No Man's Sky and Star Wars Battlefront and oh, there's another title that's coming to mind that's oh, uh, Fallout 76. Apparently they've all redeemed themselves after horrendous starts. Yep. So I think this will turn out the same way, but it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's been a robust discussion about that. So let's flip things a little bit. Um, so the season finale of The Mandalorian whew, uh, was uh, available for streaming at the end of last week. And uh, I think I watched it after Joe, and I know Jace gave up on The Mandalorian back when big alien spiders became a possibility. I didn't I didn't realize that that was a possibility. All I got was a message from Joe telling me that he told me the episode wasn't good actually. I didn't mind it. it and that then he said, wasn't. And it then wasn't he said that watch bad. it he said watch it halfway through and then stop. And I thought that's a weird thing to do and then I just automatically assumed straight away that if you're going to stop doing something for some reason there's probably spiders involved. Yeah. Um any that applies to anything in life, by the way. Oh yeah. If they're like stop now, don't like let's put it this way. Jen sometimes will enter a room and she'll look up in a corner and I'll be like, What kind of spider is it? That's the level of paranoia that I live with now. And she's just like, It's fine. It happened yesterday. I, yeah. spiders all around me in, in where I live. It's ridiculous. Um but anyway, I didn't continue, but I didn't continue also because I was waiting for it to be wrapped up. I'm part of that binge culture where you watch everything all in one hit. Yeah. Um, cool. so I, I was I, I was gonna wait it out. But Look, please talk about it. I, I enjoyed that episode. Uh, there was a lot of things in it that, like, it w- yes, it was a bit of a, like, not a lot ha- happens in this episode that really has a major impact on the way things are going. But I think there's some cute moments, especially with, as we now know him to be Grogu, not Baby Yoda. Um, Sorry, can I stop you there? Um, so I sent you a, a, you guys a message about these two controllers that they're doing like a limited release. I didn't see them. Yeah, didn't and one of the controllers was called a Grogu controller and the other one was called Mando. And I was like, the dude's name is Grogu? Like that yeah. doesn't, you know, um, does that does that mean anything? Or is it it's just his name? It's his name. Okay. As far as I know. I mean, that being said, the Mandalorian... To- sorry, the toys say the child for ages. Yes. All the toys and things. Yeah. So now, they're called, now he's called Grogu. He's got a name. Okay, cool. So this is the thing. I, I'm not going to say that doesn't mean anything, but because every episode I've watched, I've gone and read stuff online. and went, oh, that's what that was. Oh, my God. Or, or characters that popped up and have gone, wait a second, is this a character that I know from somewhere else? I've looked up and gone, oh, right. Um, this season's been fantastic for that. And I think one of the strongest parts of this season, is The Mandalorian a perfect uh, series? No. Um, is it an amazing series? Yes. So it, there's a lot of heart and soul in it. There's yeah. a lot of uh, fan service that's done right. And I'm pointing at you, um, Rise of Skywalker and The Force Awakens, because that was fan service done wrong as far as I'm concerned. But, you know, I could be on my own on that opinion. Can yes, I, Jace? Can, yes, 
can I say something? So um, I I watched Star Wars one, two, and three, the Jar Jar Binks trilogy. Yes. Um, uh, I watched that in its entirety before I'd completed A New Hope and whatever the other two movies were. And um, whatever the other two movies so, so were, we, we can we're not going to get in. We're not going to get into it. No, but I I obviously didn't watch Star Wars a lot as a kid. Yeah. Um, and and it wasn't my thing. And it was the same. I watched one, two, and three, and I enjoyed it. I thought visually they were really impressive. The music was amazing. We've talked about this before. I love Darth Maul as a bad guy. Yeah. I love um, Ewan McGregor as, as I just love Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Um, and I really like Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Um, I, I watched a movie called Jumper that I enjoyed that everyone hated. Yes. Yeah, um, I, it. It, I thought it was going to be like sliders, but anyway. And and <laughs> no. so what I'm what I'm saying is that for a lot of people, four, five, and six is it the rest of the Star Wars saga doesn't exist. There is a very, very big cult following for one, two, and three called yep. um, the prequel memes or something, but like it's specifically awesome. about the prequel. But oh, wow. I, do you, did you guys feel as though, like, did you enjoy one, two, and three? Uh, look. Uh, was, um, was it better than seven, eight, nine? Yes. Seven, eight, in nine. Hind- was- in hindsight, I prefer them. I prefer them to seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Um, there's still elements of 789 that I enjoy. And I know Joe's probably a little different to me on this. And I know some of my friends are quite different to me on this. But um, I am not a fan of Rise of Skywalker. I'm a mm. massive detractor of it just because I, I thought it was average um, for many reasons that I can complain about on another podcast. Um, but I, I felt, and Joe might be different, but The Mandalorian this season has taken all the things I loved about everything before it and put them in in logical ways and yeah. in ways that made sense to progress the story of the characters and make the world they live in seem more rich and deep without having to draw deeply on things that didn't necessarily need to engage that element of souls yeah and i, I think what what it's done really well is it's kind of it, it's more it's more that original star warsy feel yeah than the new ones like the new movies were trying to separate themselves in certain ways from what you expect, particularly the second one of the new ones. Uh, where it was I just like kind the of, second one. I, I, like I, last I really enjoyed it the first time I watched it, but ever since, I, I've just enjoyed it less and less. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm eating my words on that one. Um, but, like, I love episode three. I, I think it's one of the best Star Wars movies of all Three's of them. Three's great. Even, yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. I've watched it so many times. Um, and yeah, and I agree with you, Chase. Like all the way through, the music's amazing. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, what I really enjoyed my episodes I've enjoyed the most of the Mandalorian. It's like when they're doing little crew things, kind of you know, like the Han Solo, Princess Leia, Luke Skywalker crew. You know, they're going infiltrating a ship or something like yeah. that. And you yeah. know, it's it's and there's I don't I actually don't like. I don't even know the characters' names in the Mandalorian besides the Mandalorian and um, well, Grogu now, but that the the the, the female rebel. What, yeah. I, oh, I can't remember her last name. But yeah, I I really dislike that character. Um, I think the the lady, the the, the actress, is a terrible actress um, actor. I don't think she's you know doesn't bring anything good to the show. I think um, yeah, it's it's she's quite wooden in her performance. Um, and even in her kind of action scenes, I think she's like an MMA fighter. Yeah, I don't. I really think she's not great. Um, but man, the show is just it, that last episode. Uh, like Ali and I were, had tears in our eyes, and I'm a Star Wars fan forever. 
but she isn't. She certainly isn't. She said after that spider episode, she's like, if the next episode's like this, you can watch it on your own um, because she she really didn't enjoy it. And the episodes before that were very fan service heavy, but not like everyone, like they weren't bringing everyone in. But this last episode, you don't need to be a Star Wars fan to appreciate it. But man, if you are a Star Wars fan from way back when, like mm. this, this is they they really just hit it perfectly. It was it was very very much fan servicey. But also, it made sense, like the, yeah. in terms of a story of what happens. Like, of course, of course, that makes sense. And there's funny implications for what you know what happens in the future and things. Um, I don't care if we don't find out. I'm I'm happy if the story just kind of sticks with, you know, Mando going forward. Um, and we've heard since there's going to be a Boba Fett series that's like out there now. Um, yep. I'm, I'm very curious about that, but um. Yeah, you're right, John. I think the big thing, the big takeaway for me on that episode was, like, for me as a Star Wars fan, the fan service was brilliant. Yeah. Um, and the, the fan service in the first episode of this new season was very niche. Like, there was, like, Knights of the Old Republic things in there that I was so you that's, know, that's really what I excited want to ask about. about. Yeah, I was really excited about that. But in this, there are fan service things that you only need to have watched the original trilogy, you know, or, or you know, a, it, just to get your head around. But even if you hadn't, it no, was still this. Really cool. But there was also some super niche stuff that was in the last couple of episodes. Yeah, it was. Yeah, within that, um, Clone uh, again, Wars and oh, yeah. and and video and games and all sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah so dark forces and things. So that's what I want to know about, though, right? So, um, I don't know what um Disney, what control they have over Star Wars. I mean, they have absolute control. But for, yeah. after reading things about like. Um, certain authors' works or something no longer being canon or not being they're not being paid for their works or whatever it might have been. Exactly what is canon? Is is Knights of the Old Republic canon? Is the Clone oh. Wars canon? Yes. So, so hold on a second. How can there be Knights of the Republic stuff in a show that is canon that's controlled that's by Disney? That's a great question. I love about, it. That's that's what I want to know. You have okay, I do. So yes, the what was originally called the expanded universe, which was all the novels, video games, and other time material that was outside the movies is now reclassified as legends, which means it's an alternate universe. If any of that stuff so happens. Mando an alternate universe? Cause it sounds like it isn't. Well, legends stuff was, which is all the old books and video games. Sure. But everything that Disney has created since is considered canon. So Mando's con- considered canon. Here's okay. the thing though, the stuff that they're pulling into it, they're mining from the expanded universe, but yeah. they'll twist it slightly to suit. Um, the stories that they're putting in, so it's it's very smartly done. They're keeping all the the diehard classic fans on side by using stuff from the expanded universe in new ways, but still holds true to what was you know the way it was originally introduced. Maybe like uh, at Grand Admiral Thrawn, I thought he was gone forever. He was one of my favorite characters introduced into the expanded universe, and now he's a primary character in Star Wars Rebels, and by the sounds of things, might even appear in live action before too long. So. There's there's a Twi'lek chick that's in Clone Wars, right? It's really popular. Starts with an A or something. Yeah, Ahsoka. She's meant to be in Mando. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Okay, Rosario cool. Dawson is awesome as a. She's yeah. Rosario Dawson. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. I like Rosario Dawson. Yeah. Um, so so she's in it. She's they getting her own reference... series next year. I've heard, and I've yeah. also heard that my boy Hayden Christensen is coming back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um. So there's going to be uh there's going to be a Ewan McGregor TV show. Yeah. Um. 
Don't care who he plays. Ewan McGregor. It's a, There's a Ewan it's McGregor TV show. Everyone. Don't care who he plays. With, with Hayden Christensen from yes. Jumper. Um, and they're going to be in a movie together that is going to take place somewhere between two and three or That's one and two. Uh, it's a six episode series that takes yeah. place between uh, episodes three and four. And we're just between three and four. So hold three on. Is four. he. He's coming back as Darth Vader then. He's not coming back as Anakin. Oh, yeah. But, no, that doesn't make any sense to me because at the end yeah. of three, he burns and he yep. no longer looks like Hayden Christensen anymore. Yeah. And also, it's not his voice. It's uh, it's Mufasa's yep. voice, right? So, like, why... How is that part? So, when I'm, when I'm not getting Hayden Christensen. Well, you might uh, be, though. They might yeah. be doing, like, flashbacks or they might be doing, you know, he just sees him in well, also, of his imagination. Also... Slight spoilers in Rebels, Ahsoka fights him, and it's the first time she's seen him since he turned to Darth Vader. And she cracks open his mask in a lightsaber battle, and he is talking as Hayden Christensen again. I don't think they got the actual. So there's possibility for elements of that to happen, and apparently the whole reason Hayden Christensen is there is there'll be a lot of off-helmet moments in his back to chamber and stuff like that. Is the 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 word whether that how that turns out that would be pretty haunting having like the way that Darth Vader looks because like the third movie is basically at the end it's a horror film right like what happened to Hayden Christensen was terrible and like I don't know like I feel as though um I'm not really sure why they're bringing him back exactly like I for the one two and three is it though like because the fans there are a lot of Star Wars fans that hate on Hayden Christensen it seems like an odd choice to bring him back I think it's fine it's like you said, though, I think, like, people have turned around on it in a big way. Like, like you're right. Like, I'm on those Reddit because pages of, and things. Because of 789? Or just... Yeah, possibly as well. Like, I think people so. Are, yeah, because there's, um, there's this big war between um, prequel um, yep. yeah. memers and sequel memers. Yeah. Um, and, and original trilogy memers and where they yeah. all fit. Um, but, yeah, I... I I'm, I love the idea of it. Like, I, I watched all the documentaries and things back in the day when episodes one, two, and three, I followed it like I've never followed anything before and never followed yeah. anything since. Like, I've, I've as hist- uh, famously, I'm talking about my famously, but I co- constantly say I'm not into trailers and things, but back in those days, I I ate up everything. And yeah. the, the, the friendship, the love, the, the bromance between Hayden Christensen and Neil McGregor back then ah. was awesome. Yeah, and like I've, I've seen. It's it, almost know. like a you could do like a buddy cop kind of series. Exactly. That's what I'm really hoping for. Yeah. I was hoping yeah. it takes place between one and two or something, and it's like a buddy <laughs> cop thing, a little bit like Mando, where these two guys just go on a random adventures. It's a monster yeah. of the week scenario where they go up against I don't know whatever a tonton or something. And oh, like, some flashbacks would be great. Of, oh, you, you know things we didn't see. Yeah, yeah, like chilling out by a fire and talking about. Well, maybe not a fire because that doesn't work out so well for Hayden. But like just something, he doesn't know, you know that at the time. He doesn't know that at the time, does he? No. Or maybe yeah. the midichlorians would tell him. But yeah, like I, <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Like I love, I love the Star Wars culture as a whole. Like it's weird. I, I almost feel like I'm like designed to be a super fan of this, but I'm not. And I'm seeing it from an outside. I'm seeing it through memes. I'm seeing it through yeah. the love that you guys have for it as a whole. Like my love for Star Wars comes from a completely different place from where you guys come from, but I still love it. Well, you know, this... oh, sorry, you go, Johnny. I was just going to say, I, I think it's funny because my love for Star Wars is quite different to Joe's love for Star Wars. And while there's a lot of... If you drew a Venn diagram, like, you know, Joe's in the middle and we're on very opposite sides, but there's yeah. probably a bit more crossover with me and Joe than there is with you and Joe, I suppose. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, no, it's um, yeah, it's interesting times. I, I was just going to say, with all that kind of pulling in from the legends and all that, it's kind of like um, it's almost like cheating, isn't it? Like they've got you know, in Back to the Future, what is that book called? That Alan. Oh, the, the almanac. almanac. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like they have that and they're like, they've got all these brilliant Star Wars ideas that they can just go, oh, what about Grand Animal Thrawn? What about the Dark Troopers? What about, you know, this, that and the other? Yeah. Um, and they can just pick and choose. I'm hoping they get to the Shadows of the Empire chapter in that book and just do the whole thing again because that is my favourite expanded universe thing ever. Um, and I, I'd love it just to see it in an animated form or something. Um, but yeah, I think it's really cool. Like the whole, yeah, bringing things back and you know just pick and choosing it's 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 awesome it's like jace you're going to find this out it's like telling your kids stories like they don't know they've not seen you know last of the mohicans or the godfather or anything like that you can just tell them that story and just say you made it up they're never going to watch it and when they do they'll be you know <laughs> it's it's it works why not i i yeah it's i couldn't agree more i, I think the way they use though the expanded universe content is so smart and so well done where it could have been an absolute train wreck. Yeah. Um, so more power to them. And if they keep doing that with all the series they've just announced, which is just a, a stupid amount of new series they've announced. Yeah. Um, License to print money now, really, for them, isn't it? Well, if if this works, brilliant, because the movies were an absolute train wreck. I will, um, I will say something, and I've brought it up before, but the quality of The Mandalorian is on par with the movies. I appreciate yeah. that it's condensed and that they're not going to as many locations but i do not feel as though the cgi is suffering at all not at all and i think the only company that can pull off pull that off is disney at the moment because game of thrones if you watch that end to end i appreciate that it took place over a period of time but the cgi in that is tv cgi yeah maybe the last couple of episodes were impressive but it costs them so much money to do it but disney can do like Here's all the graphic. Here's a, here's a TIE fighter. We've got this saved on a computer somewhere. Put that into your show. Yeah. Um, and and it's nuts that I'm not taken out of it. I don't feel like I'm I'm watching Star Wars light. I just feel like it's mm. it's part of the movie. It's it's very cool. Yeah. And we didn't even speak about Jono. Like, and I won't, I know we spoke about this for ages, but speaking of fan service, what they've done with like Boba Fett and just having like. Yeah. I don't know if this is too bad if it's spoilers, but having the Slave One and just getting to see the interior of this thing. That, so this ship, Jace, for not non-Star Wars fan, when it lifts up, it kind of starts going up flat and then it twists, but the cockpit kind of... Rotates. Yeah, rotates mm. and the rest of the ship kind of moves. When that happened in it, I was just like, this is the coolest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. They they, they got me like, oh, it's something I've... Never thought I've always wanted to see. There were so many moments like that. The shit when it, when it was when it, when it had its like that explosion thing that just no sound happened, which happened yeah. in episode two. I'm like, oh, here it comes, Ali, and I'm like grabbing her. She's like, you 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 just relax, all right? It's a TV show. I'm like, it's not. <laughs> it's very it's real life. Yeah. <laughs> actually, you know, this ties into our whole games life and everything in between. Have you seen how they actually filmed the Mandalorian? No. Yeah, a little bit. So you need. Yeah, you, you need to watch Disney Plus. There's a whole series on how they make it, but it's not using green screen. They're actually mm. using an LED wall that they create the environments in Unreal Engine, projected <laughs> on the the LED wall, so that that way it actually projects the right lighting onto the actors because you're getting the light of the scene onto the actors as opposed to the green color from a green That's screen. And then the actors can see what's going on, and so they can react to it. 
and apparently it's cheaper than running a green screen it would because be. you have you have so much less um, after effects that you have post, to apply. Post work, yeah. The post is is cut in half. John so, Favreau, man, never in a million oh, years would I thought that would be the guy that would figure all this stuff out. But it's it's crazy. What it's a, what a, what are Hayden Christensen and um, <laughs> and Ewan McGregor going to do? They used to acting with nothing screens. around them. Exactly. <laughs> well, no, what wasn't a puppet though? It was like the, like a, Star Wars used a lot of practical effects, didn't it? Oh man, the the episode three. There's a there's a documentary on the DVD. I'm sure you yeah. can find it online. It is hilarious. The yeah, how much they're they not did. seeing. Yeah, like the, the, in episode two, that part where Padme runs through the conveyor belt and things are crashing. Oh. That is one of the funniest things I've it's ever ridiculous. seen. Be filmed in real life. Like, there are people like throwing things at her and like chopping things. Everyone's wearing green except for her. It, it is just absurd. And, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a very different world in terms of Star Wars recording uh, nowadays. Mandalorian shows it. Watch, even watch like ten minutes of that, um, the making of the Mandalorian, because when you see what how they do it, it's spectacular, and yeah, it I'll makes me. It I want to be on the set because I think it'd be fun. It looks like a giant video game. It's brilliant. <laughs> um, games of life and everything in between. There it is. Well, unless there's anything you guys would like to talk about extra, I think we might call this an episode. Sounds good. It's been fun, people. I hope you have a happy Christmas, a happy Hanukkah, uh, a Festivus for the rest of us, or whatever else you happen to celebrate. Sorry if I missed anything cool. Um, <laughs> we've had fun bringing you Versus Player in this difficult but also uh, strangely fun year at times. Depends on the time you're talking to me. Um, please be safe. Have fun with your family and your friends and uh, play a game and open an action figure for us. This has been Versus Player. You know where to find us, so I'm not even going to repeat it. We will see you next year. Jingle, jingle, bye-bye. Versus Player.